0: God bless y'all for your faithfulness and, uh, we're gonna turn to book of Psalms. Psalm 23. Probably one of the most familiar passages, passages rather in scripture. And, uh, Psalm 23. Again, I wanna say thank you for your prayers. Thank you for just all you do to be a help and a blessing. Uh, hallelujah. We need it in this time that we are in. We need the strength and the encouragement that comes from one another. Amen we are all fighting battles and uh the enemy would like nothing more for us than to just turn on each other and and uh, isn't that the way of the world but not the way of god's people we want to encourage one another we want to pray for one another and i do appreciate your prayers and i'm praying for each one of you and uh before we even go any farther let's all just ask god to help us let's pray father we love you We praise You. We thank You, Lord, for just everything that You are doing in this hour. Lord, though we see the enemy come in like a flood, Lord, You, Lord, are raising up a people, Lord God, to to fight and to overcome, Lord. And we thank You, Lord. We thank You for just Your help in this time. And we ask You to just... Strengthen us today in Your Word. Help us, I pray, to have an ear to hear, to have hearts that are yielded to You, God, that we may be doers of Your Word, not just hearers only. And God, we'll give You all the glory because You alone are worthy. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. All right, Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd; I shall not want. God bless you. You can be seated. This uh, beautiful psalm that we are seeing, uh, we are turned to here this morning. There's so much here. There's so much that we could unpack and so many different facets, really, that we could maybe look at it through. But today, I want to uh, look at this with a little bit more focus on our prayers. Prayer. This is so you know the Word of God is just. It, it is uh, not just important that we're reading it. The Bible talks about studying it, yes. but that we would look at it with practical understanding. How does this affect me and my life? And how can I get it down in my heart to to live a better life for God? Right. Amen. Amen. And we want to look at this. This, these great verses one more time, but we want to look at our own prayer life, our own time with Him. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. To recognize the care and the characteristics of a shepherd to the sheep. To guide and lead and, and love the flock. It was already said today, thank God, that we understand he is the head of the church. He is the one who guides us and leads us. And, and our eyes are on him. John 10, we read it recently that he said, my sheep hear my voice. And another, they're not going to follow. Right. The wording here, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Is David's proclamation of the faithfulness of God as his shepherd. And when I hear him saying that, I I feel like there is an intention in it to say, if you let the Lord be your shepherd, you'll have everything you need. That's right. Right. He's saying it in first person. I found out that I went when I let the Lord be my shepherd, when I have made a decision to not just say I love him, not just proclaim he's my Lord, but really let him be the shepherd of my life, I have no want. I have no, nothing that I need. I am satisfied in Him. Amen. Amen. I said it before here when I was young and, and, and I was trying to work my way through a King James Bible, probably only about seven or eight years old. And, uh, I, I was reading this and I saw the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Why doesn't He want Jesus? <laughs> yeah. Why doesn't He want God? He said He's a good shepherd now. But I've recognized that there, there's, I, I love that. I hear testimonies I love so much. And he's taken not only care of my needs, but also my wants. How many of us understand what we're saying? Amen. There's so much of the blessings of God. We're sharing with someone, I forget who was, this week about thinking about the day we're living in and, and the nation we're living in, and so many people that have so less. And so often we can kind of get frustrated and kind of start to complain about some things that that uh, we wish were better. But God has supplied all of our needs and so we're so spoiled really in the goodness of God. Amen. So, uh, but so much more than just the physical wants and needs that God provides and he does provide on such a deeper level on such a deeper level, when you really surrender your life to God, yeah. the healing that takes place in your heart and mind, yep, right. the, the wholeness that takes place. In Him we are complete. Right, right. In Him we live and move and have our being, the Word of God says. Right. That so much of the sad things we use to cope with our, our fears and our, our, our insecurities and our anger and our questions and our addictions and all these things that we, we struggle so much to have that wholeness, that, that health of our spirit. When the Lord your shepherd, oh, you're transformed. Yes. Amen. Yes. There's something that happens that, that, that if you allow him to guide you, you, you shall not want I heard somebody today, and we want to kind of bring this in, like I said, and focus on our prayer lives. How important it is to have a walk with God in prayer. Amen. Yes. How important it is. And, and and I want to make it very clear to some of you today. They're saying, oh, yes, amen, I need that. And and, and you struggle in your prayers. Yeah, right. Well, so have we. Right. Right. Sure. Yeah. Sometimes it's a battle. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Well, if you were the enemy, you'd fight your Direct connection to your commander in chief too, yes, sir. the lifeline that you have. You try to attack that any way you can. Right. Yes, sure you would. Right. The ability to have a, a healthy relationship is to have a healthy communication yes, sir. That's right. and to have healthy communication with our Lord, yes. to hear his voice, to be able to pour your heart out to him. That's uh, sometimes of quite a battle. It's very difficult for people sometimes to say, "How can I love and how can I communicate from my heart to, to a God I can't see, that I can't touch?" And, and, uh, and, and you need to learn in faith to be able to, to, to know that God is in the room with you. Amen. So much of what I see, I heard a, just a small clip. I try to keep my mind focused on the service and, the, and God's direction for the service. But I, I caught something that just kind of came across uh, in, in front of me on my computer this morning. It was a, a, a small bit of, of political uh, commentating and a man that was uh, just convinced that a lot of the things That are really kind of the buzz today, things that people are getting really angry and fed up with and some of the things that are just so ridiculous and crazy and how we've lost our minds. And he said, I am convinced they are being pushed out there by people that are trying to distract us from what's really going on. The things that get us talking, the things that work their way even into the pulpit and all oh, these, these horrible things that are happening in our community. But what's really happening is we're missing some things, some freedoms and some changes that are going on behind the scenes that while we think we're changing the world by just getting angry and fussing and that uh, the changes are being made. And I, I heard that. Just for maybe 30 seconds and I felt it in my spirit and said, that's that's what's happening in pulpits. Yes, sir. Amen. And that's what's happening in the lives of Christians, because there is power available for you. The kind of book of Acts power to to be connected to to, to life changing power that really does make a difference. That really makes a difference in the nation and in the community and in the family because it makes a difference between you and your neighbor. That's something miraculous. Well, praise Praise God. Something miraculous can happen when you reach out in love and compassion and it's not just you and a good heart, but it's Jesus that can heal and deliver and change a life, to change a family, to change a community. Amen. Amen the gospel and a healthy prayer life i'm afraid there's a lot of christians that are so pumped up about things that they feel are righteous causes and and certainly uh, i'm not saying they aren't but but are you missing the fact that when was the last time you had a good heart-to-heart with the shepherd when was the last time because see I, i hear it More often than you'd even realize. And sadly, I hear I pray. I pray all the time. I'm always praying. And I know what they're trying to have me hear. But listen, there's more than you just talking. The most important part of your prayers is not that God hears what you have to say. I'm not saying he doesn't care. He sure does. I'm not saying it's not important. it really is. But how much more important is it for the for me to hear my shepherd than it is for my shepherd to hear me bleating out what I think should happen? <laughs> Don't you think maybe the Bible even tells us he knows what we need before we even ask? So I, I'm going to ask it. the Bible tells us, ask, seek, knock, right? And we do, and for good reason. And maybe we'll talk about that a little bit. But I want to be focused on the fact that more than anything, this this lamb needs to hear the shepherd. Yeah. Right. To know the direction, to know the, the, the heart of the shepherd is so much more important than me saying, Hey, I want you to hear my heart. He already knows your heart. He cares about your heart. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And you can pour out your heart to him. But when our lives are primarily about him hearing my heart, did you understand me? Do you hear me? I don't know if you really heard me or not. And he's saying, I'm just kind of waiting on you to hear the answer. Amen. 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 The most important thing about my healthy communication with the shepherd is that I can know where he's leading me. That means when you're hurting. Yeah, yeah. That means when you're struggling. Amen. That means when you're going through the battle. Yeah. That means when it's so important to you, and I understand, to get off your chest what you feel and all the hurt that you have and how wrong you've been done and how nobody hears you. God will hear you. Amen. But as important as that is, and it is, don't you hear me saying that's not important. You remember something. He knows. It's still important for me to be able to pour my heart out to him. The, the psalmist said I poured out my complaint to him. Yeah. You can just kind of, kind of open it up and dump it on his lap. He can handle it. Yes, but where we struggle is that, that place where we can say, where's the shepherd leading me? Have you ever felt that way? Have you ever felt like, I just don't know. I'm in a place where where maybe it's even in the midst of a storm. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know which direction I'm supposed to take. I don't have any meaning or understanding. I can't see any purpose in any of this. That's not so uncommon. But the need is to hear his voice. We're in this again, aren't we? We're here, right here where we need to be. The Lord is my shepherd. In order for him to truly be my shepherd and experience the understanding of uh, of having no want, I, he has to truly be my shepherd. I have to be following him and letting him lead me. Let me add this. so important. You've heard me teach it many times. I'm sure most of you. But uh, now's a good time to interject. It's good to get to know his word. Right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Because the Bible says there's many voices. Yeah. There's been times people say, you know what God's been telling me? Do you think, would God ever say something like that? No. <laughs> no, that's totally contrary to who he is, his character, his nature, his promises. No, that's not God. All right. uh, I've, I've heard that in a lot of different ways. Uh, I've heard people say, I just feel like God hates me. He's cursed me. I feel like I've got, that's not God telling All you right. that. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I feel like if I look at my own situation, my circumstances, God's against me. No, that's not God. Right. But that goes on many different levels sometimes. And this is where we want to kind of get to this and and uh, maybe continue uh, next week. But there's a lot of times uh, that uh, we're, we're singing praises and we're faithful to the house of God. We're loving our brothers and sisters and we're saying, oh, I know God is leading me and uh, And it's more about our will than his will. And that's where the real struggle is, I think, for all of us. The Bible says here uh, in verse 2, He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. There's something beautiful about that because in our stress and in our anxiety and in, in our busyness, uh, sometimes of really even just wanting nothing more than to do more for God, God needs to say, hey, time out. Get over here. We need, uh, we need to restore your soul. He, but, but the thing I want to key in on here. Is that he, he's the leader here. That's right. He maketh me. Right? Yeah. To lie down in green pastures. Yes, See right. this is not about me manipulating God. Right. Right. This isn't about me saying okay God if you do this then I'll do that. And if you get. Oh no no. God you, you have control here. Right. Yeah. I'm willing and able to hear you say right now you need. Some refreshing. Yeah. Amen. Amen. You know what it says in Isaiah? What is it? Uh, around 28th chapter, I think. If I'm wrong, I'm sorry. But it says, uh, talks about the spirit of God with stammering lips and an unknown, an unknown tongue. I'll speak to my people. He said, this is the rest wherewith I'll cause the weary to be refreshed. Yes, that's right. This is the rest. Yeah. Do you ever feel like you needed some rest? Yes, yeah. Do you ever feel like maybe... You know, you're not seeking those things that God brought you out of. You're not all worked up about, uh, you know, whether or not you're going to fail or sin. You're just loving God. But but God's saying, I see a need in you to rest yeah. spiritually. Yes, sir. Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden. Yeah. I give you rest. Amen. Amen. So he I need to be able to hear him say. This is when you need to just stop a minute. This is when you need to just focus a little bit less on that and a little bit more on our connection. Amen. Amen sir. That's healthy. Yeah. That's right. I know you think the world's going to stop if you, if, if you step out, but, you know, God's kingdom, we all have to realize this. I know this might sound pretty blunt, but it was doing all right before we got here. And it's going to do really good if he tarries after we go. He's got it under control. Sometimes we need to say, you know what? The most important thing, like Jesus said to Mary or said to Martha about Mary, she's chosen the better part. Right. Now, Martha, you're careful and troubled over many things, right? right. She, she wasn't out there. Saying, I don't care about Jesus. No, she's working, working, working. Hey, I need yeah. Mary's here at my feet. Take some time. Yeah, oh, yeah. He's yeah. making us lie down in green pastures. Yeah. He leadeth me. Amen. I know that sounds so simple. And you know, I know this. I could quote it ever since I was a child in Sunday school. But sometimes you have to be honest with yourself. Who's yeah. doing the leading? Right. Yeah. In your prayer life, if you listen to how you pray, more times than not, is it you telling God where to go and what to do and what time it should be done in? Yes, sir. Hello? Right. Or is it us saying, Lord, you lead me? Yeah. I love that it's green pastures. I love that it's still waters. And I, I can't just breeze over that lightly to, to not realize that God tells us when we really need to be refreshed and revived and renewed. And that's a lot of what we're doing around here. A lot of this time in prayer and in worship and just getting focused on him and not really worried about what anybody's saying and what, how, how they feel about, uh, you know, what we sound like or look like just loving Jesus In his spirit, there's refreshing in his presence. But the thing we really have to see is if the Lord is our shepherd, he's leading. And not us. Sometimes when we're in bad situations. Sometimes we get caught up in, in some frustration. Sometimes we get caught up in... In stress, I wasn't following you around, but don't act like I, you, I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah, even you. Right. And it can affect your attitude. That's right. mm, praise God. That's good preaching, isn't it? Yes, you know, <laughs> I said that because you probably thought, Oh, what what is wrong with him meddling in my business? But our attitude sometimes can can uh, become less than Christ-like.
1: That's right. right. Yes, sir.
0: And that can affect the tones of our prayers if we're not careful. I know a lot of times people come and say, Pastor, we need to deal with this. Maybe it's your boss. Maybe it's somebody in church, somebody in your family. We need to handle this. And and we say, we're going to pray about it. We're going to pray about it. Before we do anything else, we're going to pray about it. Oh, see, now I've been criticized for that. Because to them, it seems like you're just brushing it off. Oh, we're going to pray. Just pray about anything. Uh, We do a whole lot more than praying. But what I am trying to do is save us from a mess, a bigger mess than what we have. Because sometimes if you come at things and you haven't spent some time the still waters... (laughs) You haven't spent some time in the green pastures. You you need to get refocused and reoriented around the idea that, wait a minute, this most important thing isn't my will and what I want, what I see. Sometimes I need to be able to get in the presence of God. Him saying, now calm down a little bit. Yeah. Don't want to make a mess of things. Amen. Isn't that right? Yes, sir. Sometimes we don't want to hear our our faults when we've been done wrong. Sometimes we don't want to hear what we need to make right yeah. when somebody else has, has sinned against us. Sometimes we don't really want to see that maybe there's a bigger picture in all of this. And it's not about the principle of my own matter, yeah. right. but a soul yes, sir. that needs to just see Jesus. Yeah. Amen. Right, sure. It's not about giving up, it's not about being passive. Not at all. Right. It's about getting into sync with the commander of and chief of the army and saying, "What's the battle plan? All right. What's the, what? What is your will, right. and not mine? Yeah, not right. me telling God now. Here's what you need to do, and here's who you need to to you know it. it I don't want. Oh, praise God. You know the disciples said, "Call fire down from heaven." Yeah. Right. So don't look at me for, ah, me. Uh, you know, I, I'm not saying kill them, but I don't want to have a real nice day tomorrow. <laughs>
1: I'm,
0: I'm not, I, you know, if, I, I, I love them, but if they got sick, it wouldn't cause me any problems. <laughs> you know, let them see how wrong they were. Yeah, yeah. And we start missing our, our, uh, the perspective. Jesus said, hey, you don't know what spirit you're of, he said yeah. to the sons of thunder. He said, son of man came to save lives, not destroy them. That's right. Amen. So sometimes prayer yes, sir. is getting ourselves back into a, a kingdom minded state yes, sir. Amen. that it's not all about us and, and our battles, but it's it's about God. You remember, I love this. Uh, I remember first time I heard somebody preach on it was here and uh, it was a young evangelist preaching and he talked about. Joshua getting ready to lead the armies of Israel into the promised land and and uh he's just been given the commission by God and by the former leader Moses and but I, I mean he had big shoes to fill yeah. and he had a big job to do to lead God's people into the promised land that God didn't even let Moses do and and uh he's out by the river and all of a sudden he sees he sees somebody coming up to him with a sword drawn don't think he realized that it was the angel of the Lord. And he says, are you for us or for our enemies? You know, he drew the line in the sand. Which side are you on? Are you for me or are you, are you for the enemies, the other side? Right. Are you on my side or their side? And he Come says, on. no. Yeah. I think about that so much. It just kind of become a part of me thinking, you know, when I expect God to pick sides, he's like, no, I'm I'm, right. I'm way above that. Yeah, right. Right. you need to get up here with me. Yeah, right. Don't ask if I'm on your, it's not about your side or yeah. their side or who's yeah. better, who's All wrong. Right. No, no. I, he said, I come from the, I, I come from the, the host of the Lord, the armies of God. Yeah. Right. You ought to be finding out what side you're on. All right. We, we, we get pulled into, yeah. to pettiness. And when we spend time in the presence of God, he brings us into, into focus. Yeah, that's right. That there's a lot of things I want, but when God says, you know, I, I get that, there's a lot of things you want, but remember, I want what's best for you. Yeah. Yeah. And remember, you have the ability to really mess some things up, right. meaning well. Good intentions. Right? Yeah. right? Yeah. Remember what grandmom used to say, the road to hell's paved with good intentions. That's not in your Bible. Uh, but right. it's a, it's a bit of, uh, it's a bit of wisdom from, yeah. From grandmom. Amen. Right. Praise the Lord. We, we can intend well, but, but until we're being led by the good shepherd, right. until we're letting the Spirit of God lead us and guide us, with His voice lead us, and, yes. and I've known that God's way is so much better. When He says, wait, 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 and, and you don't say, I'm not listening to you. I can find my way to the altar later and ask for forgiveness. It never turns out well. But when you can just say, OK, God, I want to I want to walk carefully. Yeah. I want to take some steps. I want the, I want you to lead me. I want you to make me if I have you have to. Right. Isn't that what it means? Yeah. It's like uh, the shepherd saying, no, we are laying down right here by this spot. Yeah. No, no, no. I got to I got to get to work. I got to do this. I, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> he makes me lie down in green pastures. Right. Hallelujah. Sometimes it's our need to be able to come into the presence of God, clear our heads, yeah. and get an unselfish perspective. Yes, to realize that the truth is that there are times our flesh doesn't want what's best for us. Yeah, that's right. What? Yeah, there's sometimes people, you, you, your flesh doesn't want the will of God. That's right. I don't want to hear come what the will of God is. Yeah. I'll run from the will of God because I know what I want and I've got my focus on that. On. Dangerous. Yes, sir. Stupid. Amen. Foolish is yeah. the, we'll use that term. Right. Right. It's yeah. foolish right. to make up your mind. Listen, God, God, knows, God knows what's best and he cares for you. Right. And too often we, we can get ourselves worked up for the will of God in our lives and And miss the will of God. Because we are are so focused on convincing God to lead us the way we want to be led. Help us, Lord. Verse 3 says, He restoreth my soul. We already really... Kind of dealt with this because uh, it all just flows together so beautifully. But we got to realize that there's just sometimes you need a season of restoration. Yeah. You need a time to be able to gain your strength. Sometimes after a battle, right. sometimes after the trial, sometimes uh, it just because of life. Yeah. You need to find that place. Jesus Himself even exemplified this when he would step away from the crowd and go up on the mountain and pray. Yeah. Why was he walking on the water during the storm? Why wasn't he in the boat? Because he stayed behind, away from the crowds to pray. All right. Amen. Yeah. What an example it is to us that we need our soul restored. Yeah. Too many times, preachers, helpers, People in the house of God with a burden for the work of God are running on fumes. Yeah. A proper prayer life. Yes. Time with God. Yes, sir. Time where you just pouring your heart out to Him. Time where you just focused on worshiping and loving Him. Amen. Amen? Yes, sir. Amen. God'll take you to a place in prayer sometimes. Some of you that are just so good and so dedicated to praying for others and interceding for others and and and, and what a what a blessing and a ministry and a help yeah. Yeah. so helpful and I, I say this without any reservation if thing, good things are happening in, in this ministry and and doors are opening I, I, I tell you it, there's somebody praying. There's somebody getting behind that. But but sometimes you need to make sure you've got that time with God that says this is just about us now. All right. yes. This is about our relationship. This is about about me making sure I'm still got ears to hear what the spirit says to the church. Yes, Isn't it something the seven churches churches yeah. in Asia, yeah. Revelation two and three letters from Jesus to seven very real churches. Yes, sir. And every time he says, he that hath an ear. Yeah. It wasn't just taken for granted that everybody's going to be picking up what God was putting out there. Yeah. He that hath an ear to hear right. what the Spirit saith to the church. Yeah. Yeah. See, God is talking. Amen. Yeah, yeah. But the, the thing is, we have to be willing to. To hear his voice. We have to in order to be. Restored in our souls. In order to really receive. That direction. We have to be. Willing to receive that correction. We have to be willing to let him be the shepherd. Because just as a. As a. A dumb little lamb, naive and thinking I know everything. I can look around and say, that looks like a great place to go. That looks like a wonder, like lot looking at the well-watered plains of, uh, of, of Jordan. Amen? Amen. That looks like a perfect place. And the Lord can say, no, we're not going to go that way. Yeah. No, we're not going to go that way. Right. Somebody asked me here recently reading through the book of Acts. It says one place of spirit forbid them to go to Asia. Why would he do that? What's the what's the point? What's the deal? And I didn't have a big, long answer. Just they were being led by God. Yeah. It wasn't time. Right. Don't have any. You know, God led them there later on. Yeah. You'll see that in another few chapters that God opens that door. But you got to be sensitive to God's direction. Right. Like when David was saying, I'm going to build a temple that's going to be great. And, and even the prophet was saying, go ahead. That's all right. And then all of a sudden, after a little bit of a prayer meeting, that's right. the prophet said, mm, I didn't hear what I... I got so caught up in the excitement. I didn't really hear what I needed to hear. And David, I have to come back here and, and, and and eat my words. And you know, it's not for you to build this. That's okay. It's all right. I'm not going to, I'm not going to get angry. I'm not going to have you killed. I just need to follow the shepherd. Just need to follow the shepherd. Because then he leadeth me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. There's a lot more to this verse, and I'm going to pick up on that, Lord willing, next week, that I think is important when it comes to prayer. Being led in paths of righteousness. If you want to be led in paths that are right and righteous, yeah. you've got to be willing to let him lead. Yeah. Let him make you. Amen. Let him have the final word on it. Yes. Be able to have an ear to hear what the shepherd would say to you. Yes. Amen. You got to seek that out, really. Right. I know we like to really feel like it's just we're smart enough to be able to know every step of the way. It's just God; it's God leading us, and it's, uh, you know, it, yeah. but but we need to seek out. We need to be diligent and yeah. being able to recognize. Not only do I need to lead God, I need to know the dangers. My own dangers, my own ability, what keeps me distracted, what keeps me from hearing from God. I've seen too many good people go right into a snare that the devil has set for them, completely kept them away from what was truly God's will. Amen. Amen. Because they weren't diligently saying, I know that even though I love God, even though I'm, I, I'm, I've been changed and I'm His child, I still can be deceived if I'm careless. Right. So you have to diligently make sure you seek the paths of righteousness for His namesake, for His glory. See, there's the bottom line. The bottom line, I get blessed, yes. I get resting and restoration. I get, uh, uh God's will. I get God's, bl- promises. I get all those good things. But when you really come into the presence of God and your prayer life is not just about me, myself, my will, what I want, what I think I need, but now you're being led for his name's sake. Oh, yeah. Now you're a part of something so much bigger. Right. Now you're, you're, you're a part of his kingdom and you're getting benefits. Right. You're getting blessings. Right. You'll never be more blessed than right in the center of God's will. Right. Right. Amen. Amen. There's a man in the Old Testament that uh, was named Jacob. God had a plan for his life. And if you really want to sum it all up, God fulfilled that plan in his life. God was faithful to Jacob. But Jacob... Just every step of the way, at least for a while, yeah. tried to work it all out his way. That's right. yes, sir. Not, not even short sure of lying and cheating and, yeah. and, and, and ripping off his own dad. Right. God was still faithful. Somebody says, how could God ever bless somebody that was such a mess? Well, I'll tell you what, when they came to Jacob in his last days... He said, "Few and evil were the days of my pilgrimage." Yeah. He said, I, "He, God may is able to pull you through, but listen, listen. It'd be so much better to just get in His plan, right. yeah. get in His plan for His name's sake, be able to listen to God leading you, and God, diligently seek His best for your life, because He's a good shepherd." Yeah, Let's bow our heads in prayer. There's so much more here in this psalm that we can look at when we think about prayer and learning what it means to pray. I hear so often, well, what, what does it mean to listen? What does it mean to pay attention? And I, I think it's really just as simple as being willing to let him be the shepherd you'll hear his voice. I don't think there's any formula or any gimmick. I think that if someone is willing to let him lead them, he's going to guide them. But I think it's our will that stands in the way mostly. I think it clogs up our spiritual hearing. It makes our hearts less sensitive to the direction of God. It's like what Stephen said to those religious people there in the book of Acts. He said, you still got that flesh in your ears and in your heart. You can't hear God. You can't feel God because you want your way. You're stuck in your tradition. You're stuck in your form of godliness. You're stuck with your own will being exalted. You gotta let go of that. Realize God's called you to His kingdom and His purpose. He'll bless you abundantly, He'll give you a testimony. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. I've got no worries of any needs in my life. I've got no worries of anything that I might come short of. Because God's leading you. It's going to be all right. Come on, let's find a place to pray. Let's just talk to God for a little while. Lord, give us ears to hear. Give us a heart. God's going to send you His direction. God's going to speak clearly to you when you surrender to His as your shepherd.
1: Sweet spirit. Sweet, Sweet.
0: in and said they're like sheep with no shepherd. They need direction. They need help being led. And that's God's will to lead us. I'm asking you again to pray every, every time that you're able to pray. God would direct every service for His glory. Direct me as a pastor. Direct my ministry as I pray. Lord, You direct each service, each ministry each work that's being done lord lead us to those in our community lead us let that be your prayer for yourself lord lead me to somebody that i can be a a blessing to a help to lead me lord not my will but lord lead me in your will lead me away from temptation jesus said to pray lead me away from evil lord lead me in your will for your name's sake hallelujah all stand father thank you again for such a beautiful presence of your spirit in this service today lord thank you for visiting us again lord thank you for your help and lord guide us i pray guide each and every one of us lord help us to just truly yield ourselves to you lord that we can hear your voice and that you would guide us into lord your best will for each one lord we love you we ask you please god just Continue to work through each one of us, Lord. Bless the rest of this day for your glory. God, keep us safe as we travel. We love you. We praise you. We ask it all in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you, church.